Welcome back to another episode of the New York Gun Guys podcast. My name is John. My name's Taylor. Uh, guys, right now, pick up your phone and go on your Facebook. Or open your laptop. No. <laughs> you, you most likely have a phone next to you. Uh, open it up. On a phone. I want you to open it up. I want you to go to Facebook. I want you to type in NY Gun Guys, all one word. I want you to like the page. That is our page. Uh, I also want you to do the same thing on Instagram because that is our Instagram. Uh, NY Gun Guys, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Check us out on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Podbean. Uh, we throw the links up on the Facebook page so you guys could listen on Podbean if you are boycotting everything else. Taylor. Hey, what's up? Why are you looking at that thing? I was just wondering what it was and why you had a kid's book on the table. It's not a book. Oh, what is it? Well, I was going through some old boxes. Oh, uh, okay. And I found this, which is a autograph book from the Walt Disney World, where, you know, you buy this or they give it to you or whatever, and oh, then shit. you go through and, like, when you see mm-hmm. all the yeah, little... Yeah, they sign it. When you see the, the characters, they'll sign it for you. Do you, so have, so have, uh, do you have Gina Carano's autograph in there? No, that was fucking <laughs> too recent. I actually only have... I know, that was two, the joke three. with Disney. I only have three. Uh, I only gave a shit enough for three. And wow. Then I gave it and back then to you're mom. just, yeah. Give it back to my mom. Oh, I okay. put it to the side because I figured, I don't really care about this, but like I figured maybe she'd want this. You know, I'm, I am her yeah, only a little son. keepsake. Yeah, so. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what are we talking about? Um, we're going to be talking about the biggest piece of horse crap legislation that I've ever seen on nice. a federal level. Okay. Perfect. HR 127, which might as well have been written on toilet paper because that's really what it's good for mm. in my Humble opinion. It's okay. a hot topic. A lot of people are talking about it. It's all over YouTube. It's all over everything. But I figured, you know, the New York gun guys can give their opinions, weigh in, and, you know, probably echo a lot of the, the same sentiments that people have out there in I, regards to this. I don't think anything like this is going to pass. You know, you if this was introduced maybe last year, I would feel comfortable in saying that. But, dude, you know, Dems control the House, no. the Senate, and the White there's, House. There's too much in here that is just way overreaching, and but it's just not good. The way the political pendulum is swinging, you can't say for certain that I don't think it's going to pass. You could, I can't say for certain that anything is not going to happen, but I'm saying like the odds of this passing, dude, it's, it's so overreaching. We'll cover everything, but right. it's so... It's ridiculous. You, it is. You want to start with like the first. Uh, we'll just go through like the main points. Yeah, it's it's about nineteen. I don't pages think we should. Bill. We're not going to go through the penalties. You know, the well, penalties, the penalties are steep. They're yeah, years the, in prison. Yeah, the penalties hundreds are, of thousands of dollars in fines. The, the at penalties the high end. basically are you're going to prison for right. like ten to fifteen years. If, if I you, loan John a gun that's on my registered license or whatever, then I could go to jail for years and pay thousands of dollars in fines. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so basically, H.R. 127 is to provide for the licensing of firearm and ammunition possession and the registration of firearms and to prohibit the possession of certain ammunition. Right. So it is in the House of Representatives, January 4th, 2021. It was just introduced. Yeah. And it's done by Miss Jackson Lee introduced the following bill, which was referred to the Committee on the Judiciary. Uh, it's a bill to provide for the licensing of firearm and ammunition possession and the registration of firearms to prohibit certain ammunition. So basically, um, the the act is called or maybe cited as the Sabika Sheik Firearms Licensing and Registration Act. Um, bas- why, why is it named that? Um, I looked her up a while, uh, like a week or two ago. Basically, she was somebody who, who uh, died of... Uh, of um, a school shooting, I believe, in Texas. So, again, they're using somebody who passed away from the act of a heinous crime committed by somebody who had no regard for the law in order to further their agenda, just like the Jose Webster Untraceable Firearms Act, yeah. who died of a gang shooting yep. with uh, a firearm that wasn't yep. untraceable, as far as we know. Right. 
and they're just using that. Oh, so it pulls on your heartstrings, John. I mean, it's a tragedy that anybody passes away in this world, but you know, to pull on your heartstrings and use someone else's death as a platform to spit your anti-freedom, anti-constitutional rights message, it's just ridiculous in my opinion. I mean, I don't mean to sound like an ice king or something, but it's just like, you know, fuck off like <laughs> I was just waiting I just was waiting to see, see where I was going I get go. very okay. I get very impassioned about this and because it is such horse crap because honestly you know it's only going to target do you think criminals are going to register their guns do you think criminals are going to care oh shit I might get prison time if I loan you a gun if the gun's not registered it doesn't matter they could loan away they could sell guns buy guns all day long commit crimes and nobody's going to care because they're criminals. And then in states like New York, they'll get released without bail if they get caught with a gun. Yeah, that's very true. It's it, and I'm like, so what so what so what's the point of passing further laws that are only gonna restrict people like me and John who follow the laws and most, pretty much everybody that listens to this, I would imagine. Um, what's the point of passing the laws if they're not gonna do anything? Yeah. Um so basically in general, um I'm just gonna skim through here. But what's the first main part? Um, basically, it's a registration system. Okay. So basically, you have to give them the make, model, serial number of the firearm, identify the owner of the firearm, the date the firearm was acquired by the owner, and where the firearm will be stored, and no- a notice specifying the identity of any person to whom and any period of time during which the firearm will be loaned to a person. So you have three months from when the bill is enacted to do it, and then there's a database. Oh, shit. There's a federal database of all gun owners and what guns they own. Of course. Which the attorney general shall make the contents of the database accessible to all members of the public, all federal, state, and local law enforcement authorities, all branches of the United States Armed Forces, and all state of lo- all state and local governments as defined by the Bureau. So, so I think that basically right there is a big reason why it's not going to pass anyway. Dude. You, they can't. First of all, it's not the government's business what you have in your own home, and they it's, want and it's, it to be. I know it is, but it's not. We all know that. We know and it's, it's not. definitely not your neighbor's business at all. Listen, what they're trying to push now, do, while they I, have do this they majority, even want people to to like support this bill. Do they want people to support Listen, this? Because most it's people, like that first that first little section in there. That's you're not reaching across the aisle and trying to. This is everything that the gun grabbers want and what they've been saying they want for the longest time. You know, Beto O'Rourke, hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. We're going to require you to have your guns registered. We're going to require you to have a license. We're going to require you to have insurance, which we'll get to later. We're going to require that you can't possess certain kinds of guns or ammunition without special licensing. And you know what? It's crazy. I always counter... We'll get to a little bit later, but I always counter this with with anti-gun people. It's like, all right, fine. If you want me to get a license for my firearms and you want me to register them, does that mean I could have machine guns? Does that mean I could make my AR-15 into a full auto? If it's registered, why not? If you know I have it, why not? And then they're like, well, no. And I'm like, well, then you just don't want me to be registered and own firearms, period. You just want me to be registered and only own certain kinds of firearms that you think is okay, which is bullshit. I just hate this type of shit, man. Like <laughs> You just, look so defeated when you say that. You're just gazing. You're just like, I hate this kind of shit, man. I do. Because it just it makes no sense. And it's like a kind no. man, they, they like just beat you down yeah. and it's like if it's not at the federal level like when we had trump like there was no we didn't have this type of threat right. because they knew i'm not saying trump was like the greatest president no. of all time or even close to it he but wasn't I'm saying, also the greatest president in regards to firearms rights right, as but, well but but what i'm saying is like we didn't have to worry about no. this shit and for people who are our second amendment supporters that was very comforting even we live in New York and we were still still had to deal with like the beat down, but at least we knew like yeah. okay, if it got really bad here we could leave. Like this 
this, this is, is a so federal bad. law. This is so bad, and and it's just it's bad coming from the federal level. Right. You know? I mean, thankfully it just got added. I don't even think even if something like this was passed, it would take years to implement with the systems to regi- for well, registration. Well, like that's what happened in New York with the ammo background right. check system. So I I even think like let's say this got passed by the middle of you know by the middle of the of this four years that it it would take probably another two to four years to even work, to build. Well, you know and what? Then, like, who, it would probably just get, like, shot down, repealed, And hopefully. we're going to pay for it. Yeah. If, if it happens, we're going to have to pay for it. We're going to have to, you know, our well, tax I would, dollars. I would hope that if it got, if it if it did get passed, which I don't think it's going to, but I, I would hope that if I it... I hope it doesn't. Yeah. I, but I would hope that if it did get passed, um, that the next presidency would come in and hopefully be, you know, a little more on the conservative side no way dude just i mean you know, i hope so but down. the way this the way did the country that, is going did you see that candace owens wants to run yeah. for president i fucking think that's a great idea i would vote for her oh my i would God. vote for her in a fucking heartbeat dude so much in a fucking heartbeat so much she's like the perfect fucking people candidate. want a strong and independent think, woman that's and I, that's I, her i think that she just rep i really think that she represents like the the modern day like conservative person. I mean, really. like the younger conservative oh, yeah. group. We don't need somebody that might die in office. Like, <laughs> right? I mean, because you think you could think conservative, you think like old white guy. Yeah, you know who like hate hates everybody. You know, but no, like this, who might have drank this... from a certain water fountain sixty years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, a lot of people in our fucking government right now <laughs> know. come from that. That's why we need term <laughs> Nancy limits. Nancy Pelosi for shit, was dude. born in the forties, bro. Yeah, we need fucking term <laughs> limits for these people. But Jesus. That's whatever. That's yeah. neither here nor there. She would be a fucking excellent candidate. She, I wholeheartedly she, agree. Everything she, I, I know. I work with people. Um, my 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 partner at work. Um, she discovered her, and it was like every day. Like I come in, and she'd be like, "Did you hear this new thing that Candace Owens said?" And I, and it just makes me so yeah. happy, right? Because yeah. she's not a conservative, and mm. she not not that she's turning into one, but she's starting to understand. But it just makes sense. She's starting to understand the the other side of it, right. which is which is nice. And, Listen, um, you could be like conservative, like. Um, there was a book a while ago. I forget the guy's name that wrote it, but um, he basically, uh, I think it was John C. Cook or his last, uh, Charles W. Cook, I believe his last, his name was Cook. I think it was uh, John Cook. Um, he wrote a book called the conservative, uh, the conservatarian. Basically, it was like a blending of conservative and libertarian ideologies, which some people say don't really work. But basically, it's like. You could be fiscally and governmentally conservative and still want people to do whatever they want in life. Mm. Like you could believe in limited government as a conservative and a libertarian and then not necessarily a religious conservative. Well, I think libertarians and conservatives are are close. They are. are. Close they are. But some people get like religiously conservative and they want they don't want like gay people to be married. And then like yeah. people like me who are fiscally conservative, who are governmentally conservative, don't care what people do in their personal lives, which right. is more of a libertarian thing. Correct. Correct. Like correct. I don't care that people want to love who they want to love i don't care that people want to smoke pot like i don't but that's but do you like if you're just growing it and you're doing it yourself you're not contributing anything to any criminal element i think people are like surprised when they hear me say that i don't care you know i think people should be able to not wear their seatbelt i think people should be able to you know smoke weed if they want like these are all things that don't hurt anybody else right it's personal responsibility right but then if you do something like smoke weed and get in a car and kill someone you're going to be held responsible but that's the same thing with alcohol consumption yeah, and, I know. and i totally agree that you know, marijuana should be treated like alcohol should, should be treated like alcohol it's, which we're heading in the right direction with that but i think people like when i said as a cop like people are very like what yeah. Like, no, like you arrest people for marijuana. I'm like, what, 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 well, you oh, know God. what? Uh, uh, the problem is some, <laughs> oh, <come> some <laughs> you know, marijuana legislation, unfortunately, it, 
affects you know poor income low income communities mostly yeah of they're course. targeted and you know so i don't want to get into all that but basically speaking of drinking in 21 this bill would also raise the age to purchase and own a firearm to 21 so at 18 years old you can get married join the military go fight do your do your four years and then just before you get out of the military you'll be able to buy a gun they'll give you a fucking 240 bravo in the military Go send you off to Iraq to and kill, say to kill people to kill people and possibly lose your life, but you can't protect your family when you come back home and own a firearm. It's it really is embarrassing, but also it's a constitutional issue. Like, does your constitutional, you know, rights start or end at a certain age? I mean, with firearms, yeah, it's eighteen. Okay, that's a reasonable age. Like, we don't want nine year olds buying firearms. That's a super, I think that's a, a parental supervision. I think it's a reasonable age, right? Because at that point, you could vote, you could buy a firearm. Your freedom of speech, though, is from when you're born that's the government can't tell you you can't say certain well, things well nowadays they can <laughs> and they are yeah. and it's not necessarily the government but it's like these these organizations that are acting like well, governments yeah. Facebook, unfortunately Instagram, you know that's, that's a whole another thing but you know the, the, the sentiment crazy. of the first amendment is that the government can't restrict your speech did you and i know we'll hop you know yeah, we're going we, a we'll, little we'll get everything but like these are just like things that are popping in my head we're talking about like our rights did you see what um that the city, New York City Council, is recommending um, charges against the head of the Sergeants Benevolent Association, basically no. the PBA for sergeants. No. So basically, he he's known for I think his name is Ed Mullins. He's he's known for tweeting like these just ridiculous things against like the like the city and and De Blasio, like straight calling him out, like and like fucking calling him <laughs> names, like he'd be like fuck you, Big all bird. this crazy shit. No, but like if you if you're interested, look it up. It's absolutely fucking crazy what he says about this guy. And you know, cops everywhere, like you know, like a lot of them agree, and it's kind of like the voice, you know, the voice mm. that they don't have, right? The guy technically is employed by the city because to be in the in the PBA, SBA, whatever, you have to be a cop or a sergeant or whatever. And then you get kind of elected as the elected representative. Correct. So you're both. Um but you you know you work with your with your organization. So now they're they're saying like, oh, all these posts and all these Twitter things that he's sending out is a violation of like our discipline matrix and um we're gonna charge him like so he'd like lose his vacation days. Mm. And I'm just like, this is like the, the clearest like example of freedom of speech, right? Like you're the, you're the head of a union rep, like you're the head of a union mm. and yes, you're employed by the city, but you're doing these things as the head of the union displaying your, your displeasure. Yeah, yeah. Right. And here you have that organization basically saying to, you no, like we're going to silence you and we're going to punish you for, for speaking out. Like, it's just crazy, man. Like, yeah, it pe- is. People need to people need to wake up. You know, they really do. And unfortunately, Twitter has become the de facto public square in a way. Where back in the day, you know, you could have freedom of speech standing in the public square saying whatever you want. Right. Now, with the rise of technology and the dissemination of information, Twitter, right. Facebook, these me- mega conglomerates, your voice can be heard by millions of people at the touch of a button. So that is by default the new public square so to speak and Mm -hmm. it should be treated as the public square in most people's eyes they think that freedom of speech should apply to twitter yes twitter is a private company but you know as long as you're not saying anything blatantly illegal like i'm gonna go kill this person or you know you're not saying anything defamatory law should apply like you know freedom of speech should apply to these things because they have exceptions within the law that allow them you know right they have exceptions in the law that allow people to post what they want right when they 
they should lose those exceptions when they start censoring certain things. Because what these people are saying aren't, they're, it's not illegal, you know. You know, they're not calling for people to go out and, and murder people in the streets or right. blow up buildings, yeah. you know. So. Although they're trying to say that, you know, Trump did that, but, you yeah, know. Well, we all know yeah, it's we all know farce. Our Bullshit. Um, all right, so what's next in this bill? So basically, they're also saying that uh, to buy a firearm, you got to be 21, undergo a next check. You also have to get a psychological evaluation conducted in accordance with paragraph two, which basically says that it's a it's a psychologist that's appointed by the attorney general. So or <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So it's a psychologist that's appointed by the government to determine whether you're allowed to own a gun. Yep. Wow. Yep. That's not a conflict of interest at all. Nope. And I was watching wow. a video by um <laughs> by Iraq Vet eighty eight eighty eight and the guy that uh, I think Biden's appointed to attorney general was somebody um I think his last name was Merrick, um or first last name was Merrick, I forget. I'm I didn't jot it down. But basically when the um I think it was the McDonald versus City of Chicago case was passed about having a, a handgun in your home. He like wanted to like redo the case and didn't agree with it. So yeah. Um, so basically, you need to undergo a psychological evaluation. So I can understand them saying you need a, you need the stamp of a psychologist, and like you go get your own psychologist, and mm-hmm. they say, hey, you're okay. But for them to determine who it is just means that they're going to pick people who are less likely to allow you to have the firearm. Right. Right. Wow. Um, yeah. So also it says here that uh, you need to complete a training course certified by the attorney general in the use, safety, and storage of firearms that includes at least 24 hours of training. Now, if you ever gotten firearms training, you know how fucking expensive that is? Mm. It, you know, and then later on, if you want a military-style weapons license, you need live fire training. Do you know how expensive, like, an actual trainer is? Like, you go to a class, it's like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Yeah. No, but you know what? I think that, not that I agree with having to do that, but I could see I could see there being a positive in that. People are trained, you know, but certain, there's just so many other things about well, it. Well, certain states, if you want to get a CCW, requires a live train. Right, right. well, you know, but it's usually like an eight or ten hour class. It's like a one day thing. Sure. Which, you know, okay, fine. You could you, Normally, most people have a day off from work unless you work two jobs or you're you know, um, salary or you might be yeah. a long haul trucker and you don't have time off for weeks. You know what I mean? So people have, well, they're ju- they'll just do fucking virtual classes. Well, yeah. Live fire. Virtual. No, not a live fire, <laughs> but they could do the instructional instructional portion virtual or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, so then also it says that, um, once you get a license, the individual in effect will have to have an insurance policy. Um, but John was looking up, oh, insurance is like concealed carry insurance is only like $22 a year. I'm like, $22 oh, a month. Oh, $22 yeah, there was a month. one. I think it was like the biggest, the biggest one in the, in the United States is like $22, um, uh, $22 a month. I was yeah. like, oh, it's not bad. But then Taylor read this next portion. Well, th- that portion's a little later down, but, um, the next, por- the next bill. Oh, so I'll, I'll get into this. So basically they said that you have to get insurance through the government and that it's $800 a year. Yeah. Yeah, lick my sack, like, dude. Like, <laughs> so, so the government's telling you that you need to buy insurance through them, and if you don't, you're a felon. Yeah. But then it's eight hundred dollars a year. Yeah. Oh, but what happens if something happens? Will the government pay out? Like, yeah. it's and basically then, a fundraising. And then scheme. they're basically putting out, putting the, uh, putting private insurance companies out of business for oh, that. It's ridiculous. That's why, and that's another reason why it's just, it's not gonna, it's not gonna. Oh, uh, so it. then the next one is the antique firearm display license. So you, if you want, you can't mandate, <laughs> you can't mandate somebody buy insurance from you. This is why the Affordable Care Act, right? Didn't that, right because yeah. they can't mandate it and they can't give you fines for not buying it. That's right. a big reason why 
it, that shit got fucking people, repealed. Well, people want to argue that healthcare is a right in this country. There's nowhere in the Constitution that says it's a right. The right to bear arms, keep right. and bear arms, is a constitutional right. right. So the government can't put a... I mean, they do, but they can't put a mandate of a tax on it, on a right. Right. They can't. The fuck, um, man? So basically, the next section, antique firearm display license. Uh, the Attorney General shall issue to an individual a license to display an antique firearm in a residence of the individual if the individual is a license holder issued under... Uh, basically, if you already have a firearms license. And then supplies proof that the individual owns an antique firearm and describes the manner in which the firearm will be displayed in accordance with regulations prescribed by the Attorney General and certifies that the firearm will be so displayed and demonstrates that the individual has provided for storage of the firearm in a safe or facility approved by the Attorney General for storage of firearms. How are so they basically, know? Yeah, so basically, John, if know? I want to hang an antique, Fuck. which federally antique is anything pre-1890. How are they going to know if I hang a black powder, like a muzzle loader, musket but on John, the we must wall. come into your house no. to inspect. <laughs> we must come in and we must shit, come in inspect your peppers. Here's what I want to know as well. We and must I come this, into your living room. I mentioned this before to Taylor. Yeah. Are law enforcement officers exempt from the insurance carrying? I have because no idea. they're legally required to carry that firearm. So you're going to legally require someone to carry a well, firearm? Well, no, it's and, not even... It, so the insurance requirement is just for you to own a firearm, not, let alone carry it. Okay, so perfect. Right. So you're given it. Right. And then they're going to say, "Oh, now now we're going to hump you eight hundred dollars." I don't know. I didn't because you're you're covered under certain things with your department, right? If you're acting properly, I within don't know. The scope. Maybe the department might cover. It. I didn't see anything explicitly. Wow, You'll have to. Well, when I get a but little, but that's another reason why it's not. This is not going to pass. When dude. I get a little further down in the bill, I didn't. Dude, there's too many things I about this it. that just they're not. It's just not. There's too many little aspects that are the overreaching aspect that I think that's why this is not going to pass. It's um, like everything they put in there. They were like. So here's our thing, and then we're gonna trigger all the <laughs> all the gun people with like the fucked up <sighs> shit, you know, that we know they hate. So the next section is the military style weapons license. The attorney general shall issue to an individual a license to own and possess a military style weapon if the individual is the holder of a license. So basically, we already have a gun license. After applying for a license under the subparagraph, can successfully complete a training course certified by the attorney general in the use, safety, and storage of the weapon that includes at least 24 hours of training and live firing. So basically, this section differs with a separate license and live fire training as opposed to just 24 hours of regular training psychological evaluation um so basically you need to get a psychological evaluation uh the same as earlier but this this time it says that um basically evaluation included a psychological evaluation of other members of the household and as part of the psychological psychological evaluation, the licensed psychologist interviewed any spouse of the individual, any former spouse of an individual, and at least two other persons who are a member of the family or an associate of the individual to further determine the state of mental, emotional, and relational stability of the individual in relation to firearms. So what basically, if, what if you're a fucking orphan? Well, not only that, but like, what if you no, have but an like, ex? No, what if you're? I want to know. What if you're an orphan and you don't have these people in your well, life? That's where they said relation to. So any like not relation to, but um. Basically, it says here, uh, or an associate of. So, if you have friends, or if you people in the orphanage, saying, like, what home. happens if you don't have this? Like, <laughs> if you're it's a loner, weird, yeah. if you're a drifter, like, well, they really then, don't want you to have a gun. Then, yeah, well, that's the whole thing, man. They just want to make it as difficult as possible. And like I said, you know, what if you have an ex? wife or husband or spouse or partner that hates you mm. and says, you know, when I was with him, one of the reasons why I left him was because he was espousing uh, X, Y, and Z views. And then the psychologist comes to you, well, your ex said you did this. Well, no, I didn't. Well, well he said, bad. she said, yeah. what, are you, what are you gonna do? How do you prove that? How do you prove hearsay? You can't, that's can't. why it's not admissible. So without actual proof, you know, your spouse, your ex spouse, partner, lover, whatever, can really fuck you over. Right, yeah, it's <laughs> um, crazy, man. Like, 
There's <sighs> there's so many things that and people people think might think to themselves, oh, like your ex isn't gonna do that or whatever. Look, I know I work. Uh, I know a guy. I don't I don't work with this guy, but he works somewhere else. But I know a guy who's a cop who, while he was in his academy, um, his ex wife called. The police department called 911 and said, hey, you know, X, Y, and Z person just, you know, threatened me with their firearm. Oh, shit. He was under investigation, and it was realized that he didn't even have a firearm yet, was not given to him yet by by his organization, by his agency. So it was, like, found to be... What did he do, the old finger in the pocket? No, like, he wasn't even there. They just, like, they you know, they have a kid together or whatever, and they they had, like, an... I don't know if they had an argument or what. She got mad at him about something, and she was like, you know what, I'm gonna fuck... I'm gonna fuck his whole career up. I'm gonna fuck his life up. And, oh, he he threatened me with his firearm, and then it was, like, later discovered... Nothing happened to him, you know, obviously... Yeah, but you still get dragged through that. Correct, he got dragged through the fucking mud, and, like, now he told me that... That, like to prevent that he needs to like leave his gun at his at his uh, at his precinct and like voucher it with with the you know just Every for, day? for his own protection oh, yeah Jesus so he needs to protect himself against his his ex wife so like if he need if he wanted to get a firearm and the a psychologist asked his right. ex wife hey like x y and z then oh he you once know, threatened she, me with a gun and right this or she it. could just say anything like oh yeah he huh. like you know we got a divorce because he, he beat me right well it's not true but like. He said she Dude, said. he's fucked. That's it. Yeah. You know, it's fucked up. I know. Uh, they'll deny you for a license here, it says, if you, um, let's see, uh, has been hospitalized with mental illness, disturbance, or diagnosis, including depression. So if you were diagnosed temporarily, if you admitted yourself to the hospital for depression just to get checked out and you wanted to make yourself better, they could deny you a license. Even yeah. though you might have gotten completely better, met the love mm-hmm. of your life, moved to Hawaii, and just lived the perfect life. And that's another thing I don't like that just if you're... It's, it says if you're hospitalized for depression or mental... Well, it doesn't say hospitalized. It says if... Oh, yeah, it does say hospitalized. If an individual has been hospitalized with a mental illness, disturbance, or diagnosis, including depression, homicidal for ideation, a, suicidal ideation... Disturbance? That's what it says. Okay, so here's, so here's, here's, why, here's why I don't agree with this, because there are a lot of times with the um, uh, mental... Uh, mental health law in uh, in New York that the police can basically just come to your house and take you away. Right. And it's based on their determination if you're an emotionally disturbed person. So let's say you're not you're not really an emotionally disturbed person, but it gets brought in and, and you got taken in. Now that's you're documented in the hospital as being a, an emotionally disturbed person. Right. So also, now they're going to have access to all that shit. Right. Also it says just right before that it says required the attorney general shall deny a license, shall deny such a license to an individual if. So this is under the military-style weapons. So this isn't under the normal firearms, but I I guess they could maybe just, you know, say, oh, no, you've been hospitalized. They could deny it for anything. Sure. Um, Also, it says here, so, like, let's just say um, you were hospitalized for addiction to a controlled substance within the meaning of the Controlled Substance Acts or alcohol or brain disease. So let's just say you went to the hospital or a treatment center. brain disease, what, like... Dementia? Al- Alzheimer's, dementia, whatever. Wow. So let's just say, for example, you get brought to a hospital for uh, to get clean, like to you know withdraw sure. heroin or, you know what I mean, to turn sure. your life around. Sure. Sure. Let's just say you were addicted and you're like, I need to detox, I need to get clean, I'm fucking done. You clean up your life, it's documented that you can't now own an AR-15 or anything because you were once hospitalized for trying to get yourself better. What happens if you were somebody who was abused and they... Oh, yeah. Like, what happened? Let me ask you this. What happens if you're somebody who was... 
because this happens. This is real world shit. Like people get taken into trap houses, right? Where like you get kidnapped and yeah. they like fucking inject you with heroin and yeah. they keep they fucking basically addict you to it. And then now, you, you know, you're addicted to heroin. Let's say you escape or whatever. You get rescued and now you're hospitalized for it. Now, later on in life, you want to go ahead and you want to get a concealed carry permit or you want to get a gun or whatever. And they say, oh, no, you were hospitalized. It doesn't matter what it was for. It doesn't matter that you were kidnapped and fucking forced to take these drugs or they would have killed you. No, like you just can't have a gun. Like, I know it's an extreme view, but I mean, these are things that are going to happen to people. So here it says uh, the attorney general may deny such a license to an individual if the psychological evaluation referred to in paragraph two. Indicates that the individual has a chronic mental illness or disturbance or brain disease referred to blah, 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 is addicted to a controlled substance or has attempted to commit suicide or prior psychological treatment or evaluation. The individual indicated that the individual engaged in conduct that posed a danger to self or others. So let's just say, for example, John, like you once tried to commit suicide. We've talked about suicide in the past. It's very tragic. I have not once tried to commit suicide. Me neither. It's a hypothetical. Me neither. Well, so let's say there's a person out there. Yeah, let's just say wants, a person right. um, who maybe went through a period in their life, maybe when they were younger, maybe when they were a teenager. Sure. A lot of teenagers do that. You hear stories all the time in high school, kids cutting themselves and attempting. I went to high school with somebody who did kill themselves, yeah. so it's very real. So let's just say the attempt was made and the person was rescued and saved. And then they, sure. by the time they turned 21, they turned their life around, they... They realize, wow, that was a dumb fucking thing over a guy or girl that maybe you know, it was just because they were being abused, and now they're maybe. no longer because that person was taken. Yeah, you know, they knows? were taken out of that house, whatever the reason is. But let's just say, by the time you turn twenty-one, I'm just saying when you're younger, because it it, it kind of makes. It, unfortunately, teen suicide is a very real thing. All suicide is, but teen suicide especially. Um, by the time you turn twenty-one, you go to apply for your license, and they're like, well. You were hospitalized for depression and suicide, and you tried to kill yourself so when you we, were sixteen. Yeah, so we um, we may deny you your license, or you know we will deny your license. I mean, it's it's totally at the discretion of a government appointed yeah. psychologist. Well, he, that's the problem, <clears throat> and I, I, that's a big problem. Is that I can everyone's going to want the government to do the right thing mm-hmm. and be like, well, you know, if they call your if they call five people and only one of them has a discrepancy with based on, you know, what, you know, you right. hopefully common sense whatever, will prevail. You know, they will see the 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 all the parts of the whole will show that you're not su- actually suicidal. But, what what if they don't? but like what happens if the government doesn't do the right, right. thing? What if the and, government hires people that are very anti-gun, which they will, and only gives licenses to people that never had any sort of problem in their life or right. rich people? People right. or people right. in political positions. Yep. It's know? a problem, man. And I think, you know, it, they're not going to do the right thing. And that's no. why it would have to be a third. It would have to be a third party totally, organization. That, yeah. And it, you know what it really should be? It should be a psychologist that you choose. Right. That way you can. A, a licensed right. certified psychologist. So they could just say a licensed certified psychologist shall provide a report that right. dot, 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 dot. It Who's should bound not by be. the ethics of the board that certified right. them. Right. And it shouldn't it shouldn't come down to, right. you know, it's going to be people who the government decides like that. How do people not realize that that's just opening a door to a to abuse of the governmental power? You know, I mean, that's that's to me, that's an overreaching, abusive step. Oh, well. You're gonna to need to get a. Uh, you're gonna to need to get certified that you can own a firearm through a psychologist. But it's gonna be a psychologist that we choose. How, like people need to realize that that's a problem. So now it gets into the um, expirations of licenses. So a license issued to an individual under the subsection shall expire in the case of a licensee 
In the case of a license that has been in effect for less than five years, one year after the license, one year after the issuance or renewal, as the case may be, or in the case of a license that have been in effect for at least five years, three years after. So basically, in the first five years, you need to renew your license every year, and then after you need five to renew years, it every year. That's what so it wait, says. Wait, wait. So does. Okay, go ahead. It says, I'll read it again. In the case of a license... Well, I'm just curious. Does it say what constitutes a renewal? Is it just a resubmission of like a, the pap- the initial paperwork, or is it a whole Okay, so nother- now... Okay, so that's the next section. So it okay. says here... Um, so like I said, if the license is in effect for less than five years, you have to renew it every year. If it's more than five years, it's three years after the most recent date of the license is renewed. So basically, over five years, it's every three years that has to be renewed after... Be, under five years, it's every year. So basically, it says the renewal of license. Uh, the attorney general shall renew a license issued to an individual under the subsection if the individual requests the renewal by the end of the 60-day period that begins with the date the license exp- expires. In the three-year period ending in the date the renewal is requested, has met the requirement of paragraph blah, 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 and has su- has successfully and completed... And what paragraph it. is that? That is 1A little underscore... Uh, uh, <laughs> really? 1, uh, parenthesis 1, parenthesis oh. A, parenthesis uh, lowercase i i what's the section <laughs> jesus fucking christ what's the section i'm, I'm trying to scroll up read, is, i'm gonna scroll up read it it's it's page 10 um okay so paragraph one go to the pdf yeah so paragraph one so we got to scroll back page up 10 yeah so uh, well we got to go back up to paragraph one so well, you said page 10 paragraph one right? well no that's where i am that's where i'm on oh so you see where it says on um, what is that? <laughs> I'm on line. Um, where am I? What page? Because the lines are per page. Thirteen. I'm on line thirteen on page ten. It oh. says has met the requirement of paragraph one a two little eyes two big eyes. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> so like you, you I I don't know where paragraph one is. One a. Uh yeah one a underscore two little eyes underscore no, two capital eyes up here. Um so basically you need to complete a training course certified by the Attorney General blah 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 that um uh, for that includes at least eight hours of training. So instead of twenty four hours for renewal, you need eight hours of training. And then in the in the case of a license issued under paragraph one c in the two year period ending with the date of renewal is requested has successfully completed a training course certified by the attorney general that it includes at least eight hours of training and the use of a weapon subject to the license. Right. So basically they're saying for renewals, you need eight hours of training and to submit a renewal to the attorney general. <sighs> so yeah, and they make it confusing as fuck because I'm like, where the fuck is paragraph one? Is that all the way back? I okay. still can't even Oh, okay, it. so paragraph one. I think it is on page three. So licensing firearms... So yeah, three paragraph one. So it's paragraph one, a, and then the, there is no two little eyes. Oh, oh, two little eyes. So basically, it's page four, line five. Yeah, I see that. Now. Yeah. Okay, and then undergoes a psychological. So you have to undergo a I mean, psychological criminal background check conducted by the SNICS check. That's what it is. Undergo and there's a two. Is it um. So basically, it looks like you have to get another evaluation. Well, it's the lowercase eyes, and then is it the uppercase eyes? So eyes? it's paragraph one, yep. section A, two little eyes and two big eyes. So yep. you have to so meet all to, those yep. requirements. So you have to do the NICS check and the psychological evaluation oh, again. Jesus fucking Christ. Every year for five years, and then after five years, every three years after that. And I assume that they're going to bang you with that $800 every year anyway. Well, that's the insurance, yeah. Right. But so plus paying had, for training. You had told me not too long ago that there's an actual like fee. Yeah. To- so that's the next section here. Uh, page 11, uh, line 3, subsection D, firearm insurance. 
Right. The the insurance is eight hundred dollars, but the fee for right for the fee specified in this paragraph is eight hundred dollars. So the attorney general shall issue to any person who has applied for a is license. Is there a licensing fee? That's the fee, eight hundred dollars. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about insurance. Well, that is the the insurance fee. As oh, well. but license fee, I don't see a license fee. So it's eight hundred dollars for the, the fee, which includes your insurance and right. So you okay. can't have a firearm license without insurance. Correct. So so the fee is eight hundred dollars for everything. Right. So basically. basically, that's how they're getting around charging for your rights because <laughs> you the people could yeah. say, well, you can't charge me to own a gun. It's a right. Okay. Yeah. Well, you have to have insurance. Through us. Through us <laughs> at $800 a year. Which is so above market value. Oh, my God. So, yeah. And I think says... that's another reason why it's not going to work because it's so far above market value. You go from fucking $22 a year, uh, $22 a month, which is what, hundred, $240 a year or so. And then you go, you fucking bump it up 300%, 400%. Fucking Christ. <laughs> so, lot, yeah, it man. just says the attorney general shall issue to any person who has applied for a license pursuant to subsection C and has paid to the attorney general the fee specified in paragraph two, which is the $800 of this subsection, a policy that ensures the person against liability for losses and damages resulting from the use of any firearm by the person during the one year period that begins with the date of the policy issued. So, every year you have to get insurance. Which is bullshit. These things aren't going to... What happens if you're incapacitated? What happens if you're in the fucking hospital? You know? Like, and you can't do these things. Because there's got to be a subsection of people that have, like, horrible, horrible car accidents. I'm actually reading this again. It says... Uh, the insurance the person against liability for losses and damages resulting from the use of any firearm by the person during the one year period that begins with the date of the policy is issued. But it doesn't say anything that. Um, oh, well, I guess it says who has applied for a license. So every time you apply for a license, it's eight hundred dollars. But the insurance is good for one year. But. Every time you apply, so for the first five years, if you need to renew every year, that's eight hundred dollars a year. But then, is it eight hundred dollars every three years after but that? The insurance is only good for a year, right? So, so it has it, to be. It would have to be $800. during the one year period that begins with the date policy is issued. So I guess it's good for one year, right? I don't know. Unless, unless I don't know. It's a good question. By the person during the one year period. That begins with the date of the policy issue. So I guess it's, yeah, you have to get, but if you don't have insurance, then it's illegal. So basically if the insurance only lasts one year, then yeah, you need to renew it every year because later on they define not having insurance as an illegal thing. Right. Which I think is yet another reason why it's not going to pass. All right, so then basically the military-style weapons defined is basically the 94 assault weapons all over again. Right. Um, basically... Do you want to read it? I don't know if you have to read it. No, but basically they said... Um, is is amended by inserting after paragraph 29 the following so basically the term military assault what military style weapons mean any firearms copies or duplicates of the firearms in any caliber known as basically uh chinese ak's norinco mitchell polytechnologies ak's uh imi action arms uzis berettas ar-70s colt ar-15s fal's mac 10s styres Tech 9s, Tech 22s, revolving cylinder shotguns, such as a street sweeper, which are already NFA items, so you can't have that without paying the tax anyway. Semi-automatic rifle that has an ability to accept a detachable magazine had at least two of... Wait a minute. A semi-automatic rifle that has an ability to accept a detachable magazine and has at least two of... But it doesn't say anything after that. It says... It, it lists a folding and telescoping stock... A pistol grip that protrudes conspicuously beneath the action of the weapon. A bayonet mount. A flash suppressor or a threaded barrel designed to accommodate a flash suppressor. 
grenade launcher, semi-automatic pistol that has an. Is that your phone? Yeah, my ring camera is going shit, off. Boy. I it, I try, but it 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 alerts me whenever somebody's in my front door. It's just my wife leaving for work. <laughs> Love you, honey. And it basically says um, semi-automatic pistol, yada yada, the same shit that happens to ninety, you know, the ninety-four band, a semi-automatic shotgun that has at least two of a folding or telescoping stock, so you could have two stocks on your gun and it'd be an assault weapon basically based on this. It doesn't say <laughs> it doesn't say a semi-automatic shotgun that it, that has at least two of the following features. It just says two right, of right. dash. So a pistol grip that can it, that protrudes conspicuously beneath the action of the weapon. So oh my god, it's just fucking insane. Um, so basically, the deadline for establishment. You were talking about this earlier. So basically, within one year after the date of enactment of this act, the Attorney General shall prescribe final regulations to implement the amendments made by this subsection. Prohibitions and penalties. So it shall be unlawful for a person to possess a firearm or ammunition unless the person is carrying a valid license. Uh, in the case of a firearm owned by the person, the firearm is registered. In the case owned by another person, so you can't own a gun that is registered to somebody else. You can't borrow a gun that's registered to somebody else. Um, oh, unless you notify the attorney general that the farm has been loaned to the person, the possession is during the loan period specified on the notice. So if I want to go to the range with John, but I just want to say, hey, John, I'm going to loan you this gun for the day. I have to write to the attorney general and let him know I am loaning my Ruger 1022 to John for three hours at the range. Yeah, I was going to say, if you if you bring a firearm to the range and I bring a firearm to the range and I'm a stranger to you <clears throat> and I go, hey, Taylor, that's a really nice you know, gun you got yeah. there, and you're like, "Hey, you want to fire a couple of rounds?" I think yeah, we'll I have was to... thinking of buying one. <laughs> oh, okay, here now you're a fucking felon. I think we'll have to do it like like they do. Like I they mean, made that, the... I mean, that's you're a felon here if you do that with yeah. with fucking handguns. So why not do it on a federal I, level? I think what we'll have to do, John, is like the movie Ghost, where they're making the pottery. Like I'll have to hold the gun, and you'll have to hold my hands and fire the gun, and you stand behind me. Let me explain nuts to, to you. I would never. <laughs> Our bodies will never be that close, but. Um... <laughs> Here's, does it make um, does it lay out in the in this bill what happens if you let your licensing lapse? And I'm not talking about like, you know, if you get caught. I'm talking like, oh, your licenses, your licensing lapse, and they know you have the guns and where they are. Are they coming to knock on your door? I have no idea, man. You know, if your shit expires on the 31st, do they come on the first of the next month knocking on your door, going, "We're here to fucking take your shit because you're no longer legally allowed to possess them." Because that's no a big idea. fucking problem, too. I don't know. I'm on page 18 out of 19. I haven't seen anything about it yet. So I doubt it. Um, basically, it says... Oh, so then it gets into um, the elimination of prohibition on establishment of centralized firearm registration systems. So basically, they want to do away with the law that says we can't have a federal firearms registration system. Never so, going to happen. Yeah, go lick my sack. Um, there's also things here about um, whoever knowingly violates the laws, the penalties. I mean, it's... I could just go down the list. Um there's different paragraphs and different sections that they they refer to, but the penalties are no less than $75,000 and no more than $150,000, no less than 15 years, no more than 25 years, no less than 50,000, no more than 75,000, no less than 10 years and no more than 15 years, no less than $30,000, no more than $50,000, not less than five years. I mean, it's just asinine, bro. Um, oh, God. Um, also, so now it gets down into prohibit, uh, prohibition of possession of certain ammunition. So this is the second part of the title where they want to 
you know, limit what type of ammo you have. It shall be unlawful for any person to possess ammo that is 50 caliber or greater. So let's just say, John, you have a registered destructive device with the ATF, which you, you can do in free states, and you have a 55 caliber British boys anti-tank rifle, or you have a 20 millimeter, um, you know, uh, finished Lottie, which is a 20 millimeter uh, L- L29 or L39, whichever it is. It's registered. You pay the government the tax. The ammunition is expensive as fuck, and you pay it out the ass to have that gun. Now they said it's illegal to have that. So does that conflict with the NFA, which they don't define here? They don't say unless registered with under accordance of the National Firearms Act, yada, yada, yada. Um, Okay, so then it shall be unlawful for any person to possess a large capacity ammunition feeding device. Shall not, but that shall not apply to uh, the manufacturer possession by the United States or a department or agency of the United States or a state department agency or political subdivision of a state or the possession of a law enforcement officer implied by such an entity for the purposes of law enforcement. So basically whether on or off duty. So if you're a cop, law enforcement agent, whatever, you can have the extended right. mag, but, but are you still subject to all the other bullshit in there? I don't know. You know, um, it says the possession by an employee or a contractor, the licensee under title one of the atomic energy act of 1954 on site for purposes of establishing, maintaining on-site physical protection system and security organization required by federal law. So basically, um, protecting nuclear power plants and nuclear materials. There's, you know, guards and whatever for that. Um, the manufacturer possession by a licensed manufacturer or licensed importer for the possessions for the purposes of testing or experimentation authorized by the attorney general. So if you're a manufacturer or importer, you have to get the attorney general's permission to import or experiment or test these large, larger caliber rounds. Um, or the manufacturer or possession by an organization that provides firearm training and registered with the attorney general or the possession by an individual to whom the organization is providing firearm training during. So basically, if you're a, a third party training company that trains law enforcement or whatever, you have to get permission from the attorney general to say we need a, a larger than 50 caliber, you know, whatever, because there's there's private companies that train military and whatever uh, manufacturer. So large capacity ammunition to feed, feeding devices defined. um it says the term large capacity ammunition feeding device means a magazine belt, drum, feed strip, or similar device that has the capacity of or that can be readily restored or converted to accept more than 10 rounds of ammunition, but does not include an attached tubular device uh, only with 22s. So basically, for example, like in an old Japanese or French Hotchkiss gun, you have a feed tray. I think it holds like 20 rounds. If you own a machine gun, which they didn't carve out an exemption for, I don't know if they're going to say unless, you know, the NFA protects you, but you have a fucking ant, like an old ass machine gun with a feed tray. So now that means the gun you have is legal, registered. The feed tray you have that can hold more than 10 rounds to feed that old ass machine gun can hold more than 10 rounds. You can't have that. So how do you fucking feed the gun? You have to cut that thing. You know how much those things are? It's insane. Put a block in it. You can't. It's like, it's literally like a, like a metal, like tray that you lay the rounds in and it feeds like left to right or right to left through the gun yeah so it's ridiculous um let's see and then penalties for you know large capacity feeding devices and that's it that's the whole thing 19 pages so john my my issue is this if you are one of these people that went through the hoops of getting suppressors of getting machine guns of getting you know of owning these uh types of guns which unfortunately you can't do in new york but hear me out for a second now that criminalizes you because it doesn't carve out an exemption. So does that mean that you then, after waiting a year, passing the federal background check, paying your $200 tax, does that mean now you have to then get another license or military style because it says a semi-automatic firearm is a military style? Well, what about somebody's machine gun? Or what about somebody's silencer? Or what about... This is never going to pass. Dude, I, I have... I'm with you partially on that, but... 
My fear is that due to the insane rhetoric and anti-gun rabidness of the Democrats these days, they'll try and ram it through. Yeah, but not all Democrats are like that. No. The ones that are prominent in on TV and on the news who are radicals are very much like that, but not all of them Unfortunately, are. the way things are going with the Democrats nowadays, they have to toe the line, otherwise they're ostracized. No, no this is not towing the line. This I, is, this you know is what, dude, above and beyond. There was a slim chance that Biden was going to win, and he did. I'm just saying it. Listen, but, it's scary enough that this is actually proposed, mm-hmm. and that there's Democrats controlling the House, mm-hmm. the Senate, and the White House. Mm-hmm. Three, the majority. It's a mm-hmm. very slim margin in, I believe, the House and the Senate, mm-hmm. but a very slim margin. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing. I don't mean to sound like a fear monger, but like it is very worrisome. Sure, I think it's worrisome that this is introduced. I don't think it's going to pass. Yeah, I mean, and, I have. I feel like it won't. I'm like sixty forty on this. Sixty, it won't pass, but forty, it will. No, I think I, that, that's too high. Dude, you'd be surprised. This is like the perfect gun control, you know. It's not the perfect gun control bill. There's too many things that are way too... No, what I'm saying is it's a perfect gun control bill in the eyes of the gun grabbers. Insurance, licensing, regulation, yeah, what they you can do it, in your own home. Correct. They they wrapped it all into one bill, which is probably why it's not going to pass. Well, listen, I'm just saying I, I and feel... And they did things that are just way too crazy, like... You okay? Gun registration. Oh, okay, okay. Now, and and it's gonna be publicly available, so people are gonna know what you have in your own home. Uh, uh, okay, now you have to have insurance. Okay, but that's what it, people have wanted. But it's dude. gonna be, but it's gonna be government issued insurance that you have to that the government decides. Uh, I'm telling you, man. These, I'm just saying this is look, what does it okay, have a chance? Well, let's sure, say, I guess. Let's just say they a, introduce it. Let's just say they introduce and they go back and forth and they amend certain things. And then okay. every, and then let's just say they amended certain things, and then people are happy, and okay. it passes. Okay. Okay, but I feel like even if they amend certain things, mm-hmm. it won't be much. I for the reasons why I believe it's not going to pass, they'd have to amend some major situations in there. One, the the gun registration. It's, there's already there's already laws saying that you can't have it, so they'd have well, to they, repeal. Laws. Well, they did in the in the bill. They said that it would repeal the registration. Okay, so that's of, gonna that's gonna deal with re- the repealing of a law, right. replacing of a law. That right. that alone, you know, like it's just I these know, little man. things. I they want to sue gun manufacturers. They want to repeal the Lawful Commerce and Arms Act, the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act. They want to they want to go yeah, after they do. everything to make it as hard yeah. for you as possible to leave. There are certain things, though, that this administration has said they were going to do that they have backtracked on. And I don't know, man. Biden is signing executive orders like he's, you know, playing the lotto or some bullshit. You know, they ran a very big, they ran a very big part of their campaign with this fifteen dollar federal minimum wage. Did you just see like the most recent um, interview with Biden? He was asked, "Hey, like, do you think we're going to get to a fifteen dollar minimum wage?" And he said, "No." He's like, "It's not going to happen." Well, so like they ran their whole, they ran a big platform right, on the fifteen dollar minimum, minimum wage. wage, and like they, now that they're in office for less than a hundred days, he's like, "Yeah, I don't think we're gonna get there." Well, listen, I just don't think that I wouldn't put it past them to really try and ram this through, and that's my biggest fear. They're setting in motion the plans to take your rights away, and like I said, I don't mean to sound like I'm beating the fear mongering drum, but like, listen, this administration with the majority, it, it's a possibility, dude, and. That's that worries the fuck out of me, and yeah. I know this episode I sound a little on edge and I sound a little fucking nuts, but it's just yep. it just pisses me off. Sure, it, it pisses really you off, does. but I think you need to look at a more, you know, you just need to look at it from a different angle. That just just that the the classic, you know, quote unquote, 
crazy liberal who wants to take all your rights away. That isn't every single person in government, you know. But unfortunately, they might not feel that way, but they feel like they might have to go that way if no. they want to keep their jobs. No, I don't think so. Eh. I don't think so. I mean, no. look, what happened in Georgia? Those Democrats got elected in Georgia and mm -hmm. totally shifted everything. Mm -hmm. Do you think now that the, the vast majority of, of the Democrats that elected them in Georgia are going to be like, all right, well, now we want you to do this. We want you to do this. We elected you. Why aren't you doing this? Oh, you, you don't do this. We're going to vote you out. Like, People who get into power in Congress don't want to lose that. I know. So I just, you know, I just feel like you might be too laid back on this. No, I don't think so. I, I just don't think that this is going to pass in its current form. It might not pass in its current form, but Correct. what what changes do you think they might make? No gun registration, no mandatory insurance, definitely not a registration that's public. So you're you thinking know. licensing then? I think that licensing is going to be the furthest they're going to get. Well, licensing... I, 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 don't, I don't think that they're going to get to a mandatory government-issued insurance policy of $800 a year. They're I just, think... It, it's not going to happen, dude. I think that if you get licensing, the only way to enforce licensing is through registration. Like, for example, in New York, you have a license well, to possess could... a handgun. You have to register each of your handguns on that license. Okay, so no matter what, licensing and registration goes hand-in-hand, hand, unfortunately. Not necessarily. They, mm. could, they could license you... You could you could pass a licensing that says you can own a firearm, and then that could be brought to wherever you buy your firearm, and they they could say, well, where's your where's your firearm license? Okay, that's it. Yeah, but do you think that if they're going to do that, they're going to only want to stop at licensing? No, but I'm saying you're you're asking me what I think, yeah. so that's what I think. Just because you have a driver's license doesn't mean you own a car. No, I know, and you also don't need to provide a driver's license to buy a car. No, I know. And, I just, and 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 cars are one of the most regulated things on the planet. I think though that it, like I said, if they're if they're gonna go for broke, they're gonna go for broke, and now is the time. They, sure, I think that this bill in its current form is going for broke, and I think <laughs> you have to start. It's like haggling, you know, like you want you want to sell, you know, you want to sell something, and you want a hundred dollars for it, so you're gonna start right. at one hundred and fifty and work right. your way down. No, I know, I know, but like I said, it's just this wouldn't have passed years ago. Even during Obama, this wouldn't have passed. I don't think this is going to pass now. Well, like I said, I think even if they amend it, it could pass. I just feel like... Okay, but an amended version of this might not be... It's still shit. Yeah. It's still well, shit. All all uh, legislation that restricts your rights is shit. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, this in particular, yeah. I don't think it's going to pass in its current form. I don't think they're going to get registration. I don't think they're going to be able to repeal that law. Mm -hmm. I don't think that they're going to get a public... You know, you're... You, you can't search what vehicles I own well, on the fucking open For example, in internet. Nassau County, if you have... I'm not sure about Suffolk, but if you have a pistol license in Nassau County, you have to give a reason to them to want to opt out for your information to be public record that you own a handgun license and, what, and where you live. Okay. So it's been done on a smaller scale before in places, mm -hmm. man. Yeah, on so, a smaller scale. And you have to provide a reason why. It's like, well, I don't want my shit out there. Is that a good sure. enough reason? Probably not. Mm-hmm. You have to provide a documented reason, like, I don't want my ex finding out, or I don't want my job finding out. You know what I mean? It's like, but like you said, what business of it is theirs, why I want Correct. to do X, Y, and Z. Correct. And, but it's already been done on smaller scales, and mm -hmm. it's already been done in little ways that people will then just grow accustomed to it. It's like, well, it's, it's the way it is now. The county of a state is a very, very, very small Well, I mean, level. you could say that, but New York City, the county and boroughs of New York City basically control the whole state in terms of firearms. Yeah, but we're not. We're talking about two different things. No, I know. But what I'm getting at is the policies. And they don't. They don't control the whole state. You go upstate New York, 
it's like nothing. Like if you even go here on Suffolk County, Nassau County, it's nothing like living in fucking in the city. They don't control everything that it's happens. That's, that's unfortunate. In my opinion, I feel like they have a very heavily, very they, heavily heavy influence on the way firearms laws are written in New York. They definitely don't. How you tell me how how upstate New York's law gun laws. D- are the same as New York City's gun laws. I don't think they're the same, but what I'm getting at is there's laws the their laws laws are written with the influence of the New York style gun control. New York City style gun control. For example, your gun permit isn't recognized if I live in Nassau Suffolk, it's not recognized in the city of New York. Why? It's recognized everywhere else in the state. Why mm-hmm. not there? You have to get mm-hmm. a separate endorsement. Mm-hmm. So why if is you that... live there, you could drive through. They've, they've yes, already, you could drive through. You could drive through, but why isn't it recognized there? You know what I mean? It's a statewide mm-hmm. permit. I could get a carry permit upstate New York if I live there. Permits upstate don't necessarily transfer down here. But it's a state. Per- it's a county issued permit that's Correct. good for the, that should be good for the whole state. That's what I'm getting at. Right. It but should be good everywhere in the state. I, I agree with you that it should be, but it's not. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Well, the there, state, then the, the state needs to say we're going to issue one you know blanket insurance uh one blanket um you know permit policy. well the state that needs to it should be a state issued permit as opposed to a county issued permit right but the state doesn't necessarily have that permit so the it's left up to the local no i know well that's the way it works in new york correct it, but, but that's but that's that's my point so the state didn't do it so it was left up to these smaller municipalities to decide well shit now we have to tackle it and then they did it and they don't cross over because they don't want people crossing over it's just how it new is new york new york city doesn't want them crossing over and that's what i'm getting at they but just say even, but then the state doesn't say you know what new york these counties we've given them the permission to issue these licenses you should recognize it they don't do that and that's why i say that certain things in new york gun even gun policy wise affects the rest of the state the rest of the state you could carry your gun anywhere you want except in new york unless you're traveling through but that's my point new york city's policies don't don't influence the rest of the state. If you could have a gun, you can't basically can't own a gun in New York City, but you can go upstate and you can own fucking firearms and concealed carry, whatever you need, whatever permits you can get. It's well, let's just say you live in New York City and you want to go upstate and buy a gun. You can't. Okay, so that's the thing. New York City policy, but that's because your residency is New York State, uh, New York City. Right. And one you- borough restricts your rights through the whole state. That's what I'm getting at. Because no. you live and reside in one one particular borough, it restricts your rights in the rest of the state. You know okay, what I mean? That's but that's if like, you if you live and even... work in New York, you have in New York City or Yonkers, you mm-hmm. have to pay more in tax. Why? Okay. It's just because they want to control how much money they get from you. They want more money out of you. I just don't agree that New York City, the five boroughs, decides the gun laws for the rest of the state. I think that's I, feel, I don't agree with that. I feel like they all. influence it. To some degree, I think that they influ- they have a big influence on the elected officials, but I don't think that they have an influence on. Well, also, if they influence the elected officials, then they influence gun policy yeah, because I, the elected no, officials. But I, I understand that, but that's what I'm getting at, dude. They it's, they they they're oh, they essentially elected Cuomo, right? And so, Cuomo hasn't fucking destroyed upstate New York, saying you can't own anything, just like New York. He City. passed the Safe Act. I understand that, but that's it's what I'm nothing, getting at, dude. Their politics like New York City. No, upstate is very different than New York City, but their politics, their money, and their influence have an effect on the rest of the state. And that's why for the longest time, people were like, separate upstate and downstate, make them two different states. You know what I mean? I don't necessarily agree with that sentiment because I think we should all just be one state. But like I said, farms-wise, money-wise, governmental-wise, it does have an effect on the rest of the state because a lot of the majority of the money and the taxes from the state do come from New York City and Long Island because of the dense population. So what they say has a large sway in Albany. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, I just don't think that New York City, your original decree 
that New York City decides the gun policy for the rest of the state. Just it just it doesn't. It, it just I, doesn't. okay, maybe not decrees, but it heavily influences it. That's my opinion. Again, my opinion. I because you know what? For example, when I mean, if New York City had its way, it would be exactly like New York City everywhere. Like, for example, New York City had that law that was recently taken away where they said, if you reside in the boroughs of New York City, you can't bring your gun to an outside the county shooting range. You have to, you can only go to a shooting range in the county. Shooting ranges were closing in the county. And then the people argued, well, if I have a permit that's good for this, why can't I go to the rest of the state to shoot my firearm? It was taken to the Supreme Court, and then New York City said, oh, no, we'll, we'll remove the law rather than yeah. going to court and precedent and setting precedent. Right, right. Basically, again, New York City dictating what you can do with your firearm in the state in which you reside. Which was... Uh, which was a clear overstep and that's why they repealed it well they did well yeah but they didn't want to take it to court because they Correct. knew they would have been proven wrong right. and it would have set in precedent right. and then that way if they repealed it before it went to court then it never they, mattered it was like it was never there i know yeah so that's what i'm getting at they didn't want to set precedent to where they couldn't keep controlling your rights right but that's also my point as it they did not have that influence that you're saying that they did because they repealed the law because well they the realized. law was already there though that's what i'm getting at dude it just it, they control you, and they control what legislation. Well, the city council can fucking pass whatever asinine laws they want. Just why they fucking pass the 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 no pressure on the back law, right? You know that that just has no basis on any actual fact. That you know, if you look at jujitsu, thing like moves that have been used for thousands and thousands of years that are that have been determined to be perfectly safe. Now, all of a sudden, if you accidentally, if your knee accidentally touches, you know, the the back of somebody you're trying trying to arrest and they're violently resisting, you're suddenly a criminal as a police officer. They pass that shit, just oh, write it down and we passed it. Well, and it's also, for example, another thing Nassau County even said in their, in a statement that the other type firearms they view as a short barrel rifle and assault weapon. Right. Meanwhile, that's just one county. Right. Well, are they making law or now, for example, you're a resident where everywhere else in the state, that's kind of okay. I'm using quotes, but mm -hmm. now in this one well, county, I think it's if the, not. The police department said that, right? Yeah, the police department. So the police department can say that. That's right. fine. And then it's they can arrest law. you for it. And then it's going to become, well, right. in their eyes, it's in their eyes. I think what they mean is, okay, we see it as this, which means like if you, if you're ever involved in something like this, this is how we're going to view it. Right. But, you know, police departments don't decide if you're guilty or not. You're going to go to court and then probably in court, it's going to be decided that it's not. Right. Also, take into account, like I said, voting. If the majority of the state votes Republican, but mm -hmm. all the boroughs vote yeah. Democrat, right. it controls the state, no matter what the rest of the state wants. Well, that's because there's a lot. It's not because they have more play than other, other they have areas. More, they have more people. Right. Well, that's what I'm getting at. So I why know. should this one little area control the rest of the state? That's what I'm getting at. No, I and know. It, and and if, that, but that happens in a lot of states. I don't agree with that either, but I'm just specifically talking about the state in which we reside. I know, I know. So again, so you know, eight, ten million people in the city can decide we don't want firearms in this one little section of the state. Correct. But then everyone else is like, well, wait a minute, what about me up here where there's no one around for miles, right. and I want this type of firearm? Oh, yeah. but we down here say you can't have it. Sorry. It's but like at what point did New York City say you can't have something in uh, in fucking Rochester, New York? If they vote in, for example, they voted in Cuomo. Cuomo signed into law. X, Y, and Z, the SAFE Act, mm -hmm. right? They said that you can't have X, Y, and Z guns. Mm -hmm. You can't have this type of gun that you had previously that was grandfathered in before the 94 yeah, ban. I understand what you're saying, but it's not like the New York City Council decided. No, not hey, the council, not right. but what I'm getting at the... G well, when you say New York City decides, it's not... Okay, I mean, the people, people, the residents vote in a sure, certain way that controls the rest of the state. But there's plenty state. of people... I know a lot of people in Long Island who vote Democrat. Right. So they're they're just as to blame for that then. Right, they are. And there's plenty of people upstate who are, who are Democrat. It's right. not just... But it's the population... I understand that there's 
there's more Democrats in New York City. The population density of New York City votes in a particular way that yeah, unfortunately dictates the way the whole state is mostly run Correct. by a Democrat. But I mean, that's with anything. So if if you live in a state where it's the like opposite, then that's the opposite. Right. Know? So that's what I'm getting at. I think, though, that it shouldn't be that way. Correct. I, so I mean, that's... But that's... Then how else would you do it? That's the way it is. No, I know. But I, I just think that more people should realize that, hey... Us living here is a very different life than people living in other parts. People don't care. I know. Well, you have to. You have problem. to remember that a lot of people who like grow up in like these in the cities in these big cities, not just in New York, but all over the place. Like, you could you could read studies about how these kids like grow up on a certain block and they don't ever deviate from like a right. five block span for their entire lives, and they die on like the same block, like like you know, living their whole life. They don't know anything else, right? But then, do the people living on that same block? Does that restrict their constitutional rights just because they happen to want to grow up, live, and spend their whole life in a particular geographic area? I don't think that's right. No, I don't think so either. But I'm that's saying like I'm people don't. But when you say people should realize that other people have different priorities or want different things, they don't even know what people want in another borough. So how are they going to even know what you want in fucking Buffalo? Constitutional rights, my man. Yeah, no, we're not talking about <laughs> rights. We're talking about how people vote, basically. Well, which also has an effect on your rights. Based case in point, HR one twenty seven. You're just running, running me around. Like, no, I'm talking about one thing. I understand that people vote and it affects right. you, but, but it also it's a, it's a chain reaction. You vote a certain way, certain laws happen, like this piece of horseshit legislation, HR one twenty seven. Right. That's what I'm getting at. People vote these people into office, mm-hmm. and then legislation happens, and then they're like, "Wait yep. a minute, you mean to tell me I can't have a firearm to protect, or I need licensing? I thought you were going to look out for my best interest." And it just fucking bites them in the ass. That's why, in my opinion, the way people vote in these large, densely populated cities has an effect on the rest of the state that might not want to vote that way. And unfortunately, it's just over and over I again. I understand, but I mean, that's a consequence of living in New York. Every You talk to any Republican in New York, they know that the Democrat's going to get elected. Right. So They know it. But again, I just hope that people wake up and realize that we need a change. You know what I mean? We can't have Cuomo again. We can't. There's no way. Well, what are you going to do when Cuomo... It's not going to be Cuomo because he's done, but right. somebody just like Cuomo. i just hoping that enough people listen to this podcast, get educated, and realize that certain Democrats, I'm not saying all, certain Democratic politicians are not looking out for your best interest. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting at. I think some people realize that. Well, I hope so. I think they do. I hope and so. And I think if it was... I think if it was any other Republican other than Trump, they would have gotten reelected. I feel like people also need to realize that Joe Biden is also not looking out for your best interests. No. And that's that's another thing. Well, you you also have to remember that people voted for Biden because he was more just just blatantly because he was more presidential than Trump. He was the other guy. And everyone hated Trump so much that they're like anybody but him, including this old 70 year old, which is like exactly the opposite of what they want. Yeah, I know. Some old white guy who's rich, who's fucking rich, some old rich white guy who's been in politics since the fucking since like around the civil rights era. He said he didn't want his kids growing up in a racial jungle. Like, yeah, I know. know, It's bizarre. It's bizarre. Who plagiarized this, speeches. This, this guy is like the exact opposite of what they actually oh say that they God. want. And yet here he is, uh, you know, an old rich white guy yeah. who's, you know, who yeah, it's just fucking crazy. That's why I'm honestly surprised Bernie Sanders didn't get elected. I'm so surprised. He's too far. He's too radical, man. <sighs> yeah, but he had the youth vote. No. And that's the surprising so thing. So does Biden. And Well, he's, Biden had the youth vote because Bernie didn't. And then Trump. And then they no. were all like against no. Trump. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, Bernie was is never was never and is never going to be on the ticket because 
Nobody wants to be associated because all the down ballot people never are never going to want to be associated with Bernie Sanders and his so and his socialism, dude. He will never ever be president. No, because he of won't that. be president now. He's done. But what I'm getting at is he had a strong shot at it. He's too radical for the establishment. Well, that's what a lot of people wanted. They didn't want the establishment. No, 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 they no, no, wanted. Most people don't want that radical subsection. Well, like, for dude. example, if you equate it to the right side of the aisle, mm-hmm. that Trump wasn't the establishment. He was very mm-hmm. radically different, and we voted Correct. him in. Correct. So who's to say that the radical left, as opposed to, well, we're not calling what, what What is radical about Trump Radi- from, a conser- from the conservative point of view? Radical in the sense that he is not a politician. He but was, that's not radical. He's an outsider. Okay, he's what's an ra- outsider. What's radical? That's well, that's what, what I'm know. getting at. It's radically different than the establishment. No, he's not the establishment. Okay, but what's radically different from him as a conservative from a cons- from the from the conservatives? He doesn't like abortion. That's that's I know, but, but he's not. Okay. The, the radical thing is is that he's not the establishment. Breaking that's the not, cycle. But that's not radicalism. Breaking. I'm not talking radicalism in the sense of his beliefs. I'm talking about the radical change that has happened in politics. A radical change means a very abrupt, sudden yeah, I, I know what change. Ra- I know what radical means. But what means. I'm getting at... But he, him being an outsider is one thing, and being a radical is another. Bernie's not He's an outsider. He's radically outside. He- That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> Bro, no, stop. Yeah. Bernie is not an outsider. He's been in government his whole life. He's I know He's a this. radical, right? As in, he wants fucking radical shit. His beliefs are radical. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That's what I just said. Yeah, I know. I'm, but I'm Trump it. is is an outsider. He has not been in government his whole time, but his views aren't aren't radical at all. No, they're well, not radical. So but the way he presented them is radical, and the way I'm not saying radical is a bad I don't think thing. So. I think it was a great thing. No, I don't think I don't think Trump's a radical at all. I think I was, think if why uh, just I need to know why you think Trump is a radical. Well, like I said, what I'm saying radical is that he's radically different than the establishment, How? meaning he's not a politician. So he's, he's an outsider, right? He's self. He, his, he was his, his family self-made businessman. Okay. And that he really shook up politics, meaning that it just shows, it, it goes to show you that anybody, I mean, you know, regardless of how much money he had, can, who's not a politician, mm-hmm. who's not in the establishment, can get in and have a fighting right. chance and become the president. Okay. But That's what I'm, what I'm getting at. It's radically I, no, different I than the that. notion of what has been going on for the past 40 years. But what I'm where saying is- Where it's only politicians, right. it's only the establishment. I understand, I understand, but what I'm saying is he's not a radical. I'm not saying he's a radical. I'm saying he's radically different than the politicians that sure, have been elected. Sure, this, The process in which he became president of him coming in out of nowhere. Oh, nobody's going to take Donald Trump seriously. He's not mm-hmm. political. He has no political mm-hmm. experience to becoming okay. president. That was that. a radical change in the governmental system. That was It was so crazy. I woke up the, that election day morning. I'm like, holy shit, he became president. He beat out Hillary Clinton, who was the fucking establishment. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's a radical change. I think that... He was an outsider who got elected. And I think that's that's crazy, but when we're um, when when I say something is radical, when we when I say like Bernie Sanders is radical, someone who's saying like, oh, we're gonna fucking we're gonna institute you know socialism, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, that's radical. But that's Bernie a radical Sanders thought. being elected wouldn't be a radical change. I think it would be. It would be yeah, because you have somebody who's part of the socialist party basically getting elected. That's fucking radical. Yeah, that's a the, radical way of looking at but it. But the youth and a lot of people in America mm-hmm. supported him. That's, yeah, but the youth also supported Bernie. Biden, you mean? Yes, Biden. But what I'm getting at is the the youth only supported Biden because Bernie was cast out. No, they I, just jumped ship. They just said, oh, our man's out, but we hate Trump so much, we're going to elect this old white dude. That's, yes. That's yes. basically what I'm getting at. They yes, just jumped but, ship. Correct. They did. They did jump yeah. ship. Yeah, they did. But what I'm saying is, Bernie ver, uh, Biden wasn't put in because Bernie didn't have the youth vote or whatever. It, Bernie wasn't put in because the establishment, the the 
Democratic establishment doesn't want someone who's that far left. He's right. too he was far snub- left. He's the first time he was them. snubbed out by the Hillary and the DNC, Correct. they conspired against him. They he's, snubbed him out in the twenty sixteen election. He's still too far left, and I'll give it to I will give it to Bernie. My man has held his beliefs strong and has right. not changed. Well, I've but said in the past I've respected Bernie more because he, even though he's a dirty socialist, <laughs> he's upfront about it. Correct. He doesn't hide his agenda. But that's my point. Is that's why he was never going to be on the ticket ever. And he's and you because I think because, he had a chance. No, he definitely he never had a chance. I think he did. Did That's he just a, my opinion. Did he have a chance to maybe be elected one day if they didn't play the politics game and they put him on the ticket? Probably, but he was never going to be on the ticket. I think he had a chance if Hillary Clinton didn't snub him out the first time. Hillary Clinton and unfortunately Joe Biden is the is the legacy establishment that was under Obama, so that is why he got elected. That's basically it. I think Bernie had a, had a pretty strong chance if Joe Biden no. didn't run. I think he had a pretty strong chance. Nope. I don't think so. I don't oh. think he would have ever. I don't think he would have ever been on the ticket because he's too radical, and they know that. Even they can't. They can't be that radical for even for the dude. I have had conversations with people who are older, who are lifelong Democrats, who even right. said that the whole that the whole Bi- the Biden administration is too radical for them. Right, you but unfortunately, lose a big portion. And those are people who voted for Trump this time. Around. But unfortunately, Bernie rallied the youth, and like we've seen in many communist insurrections in many countries, if you rally the youth. You can basically take over a country. Happened with Mao Zedong in mm-hmm. China. I have happened no, with the Hitler Youth. I have no it doubt. It happened in Yugoslavia. Yep. I have no doubt that. I have it happened no doubt. In Cuba with the revolutionaries. I have no doubt that <laughs> the youth decide elections. Yeah. But what I'm saying is he's too radical. Well, for he's the too radical for the establishment, Correct. but he's not too radical for the youth who have a strong voter base. In since 2016, that's what but I'm getting this, at. But at the end of the day, it's not up. To, it's not up to them who's on the ticket. It's up to the establishment who's on the ticket. Right, right. and that's and why in the first election he got snubbed out by Hillary. In you know conspired with the D- Democratic National Convention. He will, he's never going to be on the ticket. I just I'm just saying though, if that didn't happen, he would have had a strong chance. That's just my opinion. If you're somebody who's been in government for a very long time and you're not radical like that, and all of a sudden now your name is down ballot from him, that's a problem for you. Now you're not only you're associated with socialism, but people aren't going to vote for him. That means they're most likely not going to vote for you down. These ballot. Democrats want socialism, dude. No, Even not Biden, all of them. not all of Biden them. is implementing socialistic not, policies. I understand, but it's not all of them. It's not all of them. dude. Yeah, but they toe There's, the party line to some degree. That's what I'm getting at. Nowadays, bro, it's not about common sense anymore. It's just totally lunacy with the left. That's what I'm getting at, dude. But, but what I'm saying is not all of them. Majority. Can you tell me any of the ones that are far left that aren't big name news people? I don't know. I know, but that's what, that's exactly what I'm saying. But they'll All just you know tow the, the party who... line and they'll vote. If the, if you're some small time senator from from a Democratic state, and you want to keep your position, you have to make Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi happy. Not necessarily. It's not up to them if you get elected. I'm just saying, bro. Especially to something like campaign that, donations. You know everything like that, bro. If you no, got the no. blessing of Schumer and Pelosi, you can you can get a lot of campaign donations. You can get a lot of publicity. You can get very far. Again, this is just my opinion. Obviously, not fact. John and I disagree on this. I'm a little bit more, let's just say, fanatical. I'm a little bit more just, you know. But it's not without it's not without some some sort of basis or founding. I believe based on everything we've seen so far, what they're trying to push, what they've already done, and what they've said. I just you know? believe that Bernie's a radical. Trump is not a radical in his beliefs. Okay, I don't Trump think was I, an outsider. Bernie's not. I just don't, what I'm saying is Trump getting elected was a radical change in government. I'm not saying he's radical. What I'm saying is somebody who is an outsider. So how, how had, is he any different than Reagan? 
the same thing. That was a radical shift. It wasn't. Reagan, well, Reagan was governor of California. Yeah, though. one term. One term. So he was already in politics, yeah, established in politics. He's essentially the same thing, bro. He was a he, he's, yeah, he's an almost actor, a carbon copy of what Trump is. Same campaign slogan, same background. He was an actor. Trump was on TV. I know. He ran for office. He got in and he ran for president. Whatever. But what I'm getting at, that was that he was governor of California who had some political experience. I wouldn't say it's as radical as Trump getting elected, but it was just a radical change in the way people elected people to government. It was it was a shakeup. It was like, holy shit, man. We can sure, anybody can become president. You don't have to be a career politician. I think you just have to be careful when you use the word radical all right well that's listen um okay instead of radical let me find no, another because it makes a difference because when you say radical it means fucking like okay. you know the radical left or the let radical me, right. let me find another word for yeah, radical he was an if outsider. you're getting if you're getting hung up on words here the sentiment that i feel is that the change in government was drastic how's that that's drastic's a, a better way okay, to say it drastic I mean, it radical i just think it it's was happened it before. was a very definitive change in the way government now is seen and run Anybody can come in and be president. You don't have to be yeah. a career politician. Well, I mean, career politicians we've discussed before were never supposed to be a thing anyway. No, it wasn't. Right. So all all, all this is is that this is exactly... Government- you're, you're getting me too hung up on words here, John. Well, because fucking words make a difference, man. Oh, words matter. <gasps> they do. Dun, dun, dun. I'm triggered. I've been triggered this whole episode, John. I can tell. You really are, man. I want you to apologize publicly in the New York Gun Guys politics for, uh, for triggering no. me. No. I feel no. triggered. I, is there a safe space in your house? I need a safe space. Yeah, it's the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Put my I, head in it and flush. No, I won't, I won't bother you in there. Don't worry. Yeah. I mean, listen. No, we, man. But we've been kind of going a little bit about I think, this. I but... think that you are... Look, do I do I hope that something like this doesn't pass? Oh, so of do course. I. Jesus. And do I think it's going to pass in its current form? No, I don't think it's going to pass in its current form. Do am I worried? Am I worried? Would I be worried if this thing passed? Yeah, I would be. Oh, I'd I'd be way past worried but if here's, this shit passed. But here's nothing we could do about it. This well, is literally up to the people that have been elected to the government. Well, like now. I said, I feel that if enough people vote, voice their disdain to these assholes, mm. don't call them assholes when you call them, but you just say if enough people do this, or if you if enough people call them, write them, whatever, blow up their phone and say, Listen, this is a constitutional infringement because of X, Y, and Z. Yep. I can't afford licensing. You shouldn't be concerned what goes on in my home. Yep. It's is against the constitution. Mm-hmm. You have no business doing this. I if think you, I think most people see that though. Yes, but you have to voice these opinions to why, these assholes. There's a reason why laws like this haven't passed in the past. Because people even But even, now with the with with the three majority it can so Obama pass. had a super majority too. Yeah, but now, like I said, things are a lot more polarized than they were during Obama's era. That's the whole thing. Obama now, I look at Obama and I'm like, holy shit, he was a lot more moderate than these assholes. Mm-hmm. He was like... But there's still a lot of the same people who were in office there is. back then that are still in there and those are people there who There is, are but moderate. now they're embraced, They're emboldened. No, they're by, not this fucking... They're not like these horrible I'm like, just saying, gremlins bro, in, I'm in just the saying, stands. Remember the, like, <laughs> remember the picture of everybody wearing the Kenta cloth and kneeling in the house? It's just no. like, what does Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer have have business doing wearing traditional African garb, mm. kneeling in, in, the, in whatever building they were in for a photo op just to mm. pander to whatever political ideology that happens to be voting for them? Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. And Obviously. I'm not saying that the Black Lives Matter movement is bullshit, but what I'm getting at is this political pandering, this, this, this oh, I, I support you, no matter what the cause is, because you're going to vote for me. It's like they're panhandling for votes. It's exactly what it is, man. <laughs> it's weird. And you know what it is? It's just this bullshit. Blind following this just emotion leading you with your eyes closed kind of bullshit that I can't stand. 
You know what? If you want to support a cause, support that cause. Mm-hmm. But listen to some common fucking sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be. You know what? When like Kamala Harris was talking about the history of Hanukkah with her with her husband, I'm like this fucking asshole. You know, Ben Shapiro did a great video on the history of Hanukkah, and he like basically fucking wiped the floor with Kamala and her husband. You know, Hanukkah was about a bloody civil war. Mm-hmm. Like, and then they're making it about this joyous festival. And of you're lights. Jewish. Yeah, uh, yeah, for 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 you know all intents and purposes, <laughs> I'm not overly religious or anything. Right. Trust me, but my family is. Jewish. But I'm saying like you know a little bit about. Yeah, this a little bit, not a lot. But, your religion, you know, my family, like my my father's side of the family is Jewish, and my grandmother told me a story about how her parents fled the the pale of Russia because they were Jewish and they would have been persecuted. Her father would have been, um, she said, conscripted into the into the army there. I, I believe it was in the. I feel like it was during the Russian Revolution. Uh, they put all, you know, they put all the Jews in this one area outside of Russia, which I think is like modern day Poland now. The, the borders have changed since then. But basically, she's like, they said you're going to be conscripted into the army for 25 years, mandatory, or basically we're going to shoot you. They basically fled with whatever they had on their back, went across Europe, wound up in either France or England. The story's a little vague, I forget. And then from there. Um, my, my great grandfather came to America first to find work and then the rest of the family went. And then I have family in like Argentina. They like split, like some family went to like South America, some went to us. Some people stayed over there. It was like crazy. That's just my father's side of the family from my grandmother, my, you know, and then it's just, you know, when you think about shit like that, you're like, okay, government persecution is a real fucking thing. And it mm-hmm. happened just two generations you know, above me. Yep. So, or three technically, but right. you know, within since from 1900 forward very recent history and this is why i get really polarized about this shit because yeah. it's a very fucking real thing and then these people want to say oh well we're going to require you to license your guns what's well, like you know what i don't want to i don't want to do that like why should i have to we live in america well you this, know? Is, this is why trump got an overwhelming amount of cuban american votes yeah because they they were pushing fucking socialism and on the all these Demo- people, and, yeah. and these people who who are freshly from Cuba realize, oh hey, I just came from that. <laughs> Fuck that. That's fucking crazy. And you know what the thing is? People sometimes automatically think that because you are, let's just say, Hispanic person, Latin American, a person of color, that you're mm-hmm. automatically going to get the Democrat vote. It's like no. Yeah, like, I know. Let me and let me think for myself. I know a lot of um, you know minority yeah. groups that vote for. Um, a more vote. conservative vote. Yeah, and it's you know it's part of because it's the industry that I'm in, right. you know, but I also know a lot of Democrats in that industry right. as well. Yeah. Who, and you who, know, what? you, you could know. have whatever political opinion you want. Yeah. You could be whatever political uh, party you want, but don't infringe on constitutional rights of yeah, people. I agree. That's what I'm getting at. So, you shouldn't have to worry when you vote for a a a, a political party that your rights are going to be fucking destroyed. Right. You just shouldn't It should be nonpartisan. First it, 10 amendments should not be partisan. Correct. I and I 100% agree with that. That's and that's what I'm getting at. You know? So, I mean, not to get too much into my family, but like I said, you know, my it, it's just and then obviously everything that happened in World War II in Germany, you know, yada yada. But <laughs> not to make light of that. Yeah. <laughs> I could talk a lot about that. But it gets into a very real thing where even the thing with that happened recently with Gina Carano where she mm-hmm. shared that picture of um, the, the the Jewish woman in the Ukraine being beaten and chased by her fellow countrymen because the Nazis spread propaganda in order to make people turn on their neighbors. So that way, when they invaded, they're like, yeah. "Oh yeah, the Nazis are here. We got mm-hmm. rid of the Jews for you. Welcome." Yeah. <laughs> we made well, this. Here's here's the thing. Like, I have no doubt that if she posts something about Bernie Sanders, it would be not a problem. Yeah, of course. And I think that double standard is is a problem. It is. But you also have to remember 
when you're somebody like that, you represent a lot more than just yourself. You're representing the people who employ you. You're representing the people you work with. And you have to understand, it's just like being a police officer. You can't run around with, you know, Trump is not a very popular person. You can't run around around with Trump patches on your on your bulletproof vest like right. that just happened. I don't know if you saw the video. No. There was a sergeant in New York City who had two Trump patches on mm-hmm. her vest. And, you know, she had a jacket on, the jacket was open, you could see the vet, you could see the patches, and she was disciplined for it. And right. people say this this should never happen, but you also have to remember that there are policies in place that say that you're not to have a political opinion while in uniform. And while I definitely believe that if it said Biden-Harris, it wouldn't have ever been a problem, right. you know, I feel there, that you, you take a chance when you do things like that. And everyone who takes a chance and does things like that, they're a grown adult, they know the consequences. And I'm, I'm and I'm always, I'm I'm never my opinion on that's never going to change. She knew being being an employee of the police of, of the police no oh. well her too yeah. but she knew being an employee of a police department that is in a liberal area that if she put those things on her vest which you're not allowed to do anyway that it could eventually be a problem and unfortunately I feel it was like they're her. comparing law enforcement who have to uphold the law and have to be nonpartisan should mm-hmm. be nonpartisan correct and an actress mm-hmm. are, are two different things man you know what yeah, I mean but it's, it's okay yeah the the job the company are can dictate you know but for correct. example if Pedro Pascal the other actor mm-hmm. posts some stuff about let's just say Nazis and and, and does other things but isn't fired I mean they're, they're pulling up all sorts of shit now I don't have specific examples but the one director that used to be with them like was saying stuff about like like pedophilia who was fired but then like rehired yep. mm-hmm. so it's like what the double but, standard is real right, and that's but, what i'm getting right, at exactly. i don't think Here's, she should have been fired for that right. you know i don't think but that, what i'm saying is she posted something and she knew she knows it's it's like but you. there wasn't anything offensive about the post did you see it it's not up to me to decide whether no, it's offensive I know, or but not. Do I, I think a lot of shit that I don't necessarily think that a Trump hatch on a vest is offensive. No, but, I don't think so but, either. But, you know, because it's literally just fucking fabric it's on Velcro. Triggered. Right. So people are triggered. But I'm saying is she as I'm an triggered. adult, she as an adult understood that, hey, I'm going to write this. I, I'm, she's she not, didn't even write it. She just shared it. Whatever. She's not yeah. the fucking, the person on top. She's a mid-level, she makes a lot of money, but she's still a mid-level person. She's employed, right. contracted by Disney for a television show. I don't think she should have been fired. Though, no, man. I don't think, th- I don't think anyone should be fired for their political it's, it's beliefs. And, culture. Yeah, dude, it's fucking bad. And you know, but, Disney thanking the, the, the government of China and the province of China where they filmed Mulan, where prisoners of, you know, the Uyghur Muslims happen to be kept. They thank the, the People's Republic of China and the Communist Party in the credits of the movie Mulan. Mm-hmm that they just released Mm -hmm. you know it's just this pandering bullshit yeah and that's what i fucking hate they'll fire somebody regardless of if they're the left or the right i mean you know for for having their own opinion while they say oh it's it goes it it, basically they got her disney and lucasfilm got her because they said it denigrated the race uh cultural identity of a certain people okay it was just a picture of a historical event and then basically saying when people are Basically, when people's ideologies are used as weapons against one another, it creates violence, and we shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. It's basically to the effect of what it, it said. I think that if you are somebody who works for an organization that is that liberal, you should not be posting things or you know that are conflicting. And I think you know if I worked at McDonald's, I wouldn't be fucking wearing shit that said Burger King is great. You know what I'm saying? Like it just doesn't make sense. And that's pretty much what what she did. And that's pretty much what the sergeant did when she wore the fucking Trump patches, man. I just don't think she should have been fired. No, for I it. don't think anyone should be should be well, fired. That's what I'm for getting it. at. I no, but I but I we agree on that. But what I'm yeah. saying is she understood that there was a there was a risk involved. 
Yeah, they, I fucking called her on it, man. That's it. I, I don't know. I no, think I don't that, agree with it at all. Like I said, if you pull up other people like who are in the entertainment industry, yep. who are, it's a double standard for sure. And that's my problem. It's a double standard. With well, the, there's a double standard in the police department, too. There is. And you, I'm saying you, that shouldn't be. In the New York City Police Department, did you see the, the photo of uh, the chief of, uh, who was he? The, I think he's the chief of patrol, um, Monaghan. Well, during like the Black Lives Matter protests, he was down there kneeling with the Black Lives Matter protests, essentially, you know, having a political opinion. And it was a political opinion that worked. But people say that Black Lives Matter isn't a political opinion because the sentiment is that it's a civil rights issue, Mm -hmm. which shouldn't be political. I know. I'm just, again, double-sided, you know, playing the other side. I get it. But then you have, at the same time, you have people who are wearing Trump patches who are disciplined, but you don't have this person who was disciplined for having their political opinion. So there's double standards everywhere. I mean, we had, you know, the mayor didn't didn't go through the permitting process to paint Black Lives Matter in front of Trump Tower. Why? Right. You know, he didn't have to go through the permitting process, but down the block, if somebody somebody painted a blue line, yeah, I know there's a there's a well known yeah, artist. Seen that. They painted a blue line and they fucking wanted to like give him fines and shit yeah. for that. I know, you know, it's Double just standards. it's it, I know, and it's a problem. It should, I mean, it shouldn't be. I mean, right. if you're look, government organizations should not see, should not pick and choose. I think they should not pick and choose. They should just cover it fairly. You either care or you don't care. I think it's bullshit. Yeah. Could but, you could you get fired from your job for having a political opinion? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious. Can you? No. You God. Don't think, you don't think so. Oh, my you God. You don't think that if somebody liberal flew on one of your planes and you were wearing a fucking MAGA hat, it wouldn't be a problem. I mean, well, I 100% around, think it would be a problem. Okay. Let me let me rephrase this. At In my job... It, oh man, I, I'm laughing because if anybody who works with me is listening, oh boy, I agree that the people you work with probably have similar opinions to you. But what I'm saying is, if somebody outside, if someone flew on one of your planes and you were walking around with a MAGA hat or a Trump pin or something, you don't think that that would be a problem and it would be addressed with you? I think a hundred percent it would be. It might be, but and it shouldn't. The, correct, it shouldn't be. But that's not what I'm asking. Would it be a problem? Mm. Think about all the people who fly on your planes li- who are very liberal. You don't think that they would have a problem? Mm-hmm. You're smart enough not to do shit like that. I understand, but do you think it would be a problem? I mean, I, I it depends, man. Because like you know, certain like for example, uh, people. Oh man, I can't, I can't even get into it without getting specifics or anything. But well, I'm just saying. Uh, if okay, a MAGA hat, maybe that might be an issue. Right. Um, I'd probably just be asked like, "Hey, dude, don't wear that if if um, you know passengers are arriving or departing." I mean, I have, but it would be a problem, right? You would be asked to, to take it off. I don't think it'd be a problem, but I might just be asked, like, don't wear that if passengers are around. I mean, listen. And what if people... it was a really big client? And they were like, I don't want to see this motherfucker ever again. Like, he's a fucking racist. You're like, there's there's potential that you yeah. could be canceled there, right? Yeah, probably. And but... I think it's the same thing in, like, police departments. I've, everyone knows majority of the police departments are conservative. Mm. So this sergeant walking around with this with this patch every day is not yeah. a problem until somebody from an outs- from the outside sees it and now makes it an issue. Mm. It's the same thing with you. You, you know, it's the same thing. Yeah, I'm just thinking a MAGA hat would probably be a strong statement, but like right. a T-shirt or something, I don't think really anyone would maybe, care. Maybe that's that's what I'm getting at. Like mm-hmm. people fixate on on symbols. Yes, they as do. Some the sort red, of the like, red hat is a symbol. Yeah, I and, agree. Well, a symbol that some people falsely identify certain characteristics to. Sure, but again, you know, it, it, in my line of work, it's just that you have to kind of just be. Um, 
when dealing with with uh for people who don't know i work in the private aviation industry i'm not gonna get into specifics but um you know people who fly private want a certain level of privacy they just want a certain level of hands-offness they just want they want it their way and that's what they want um sometimes you know when you're on the ground and people are getting on and off planes you're just there you don't say anything you don't you just say how you doing Mm -hmm. have a great flight Mm -hmm. that's what you do so you know, to the level, that's why I was like, I was kind of like thinking about it because I'm like, you know, a, a red, big red hat might be a statement that somebody might say something about, but then other forms of political, like a t-shirt, eh, I don't know, maybe not so much. Sure. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm getting at. That's why mm-hmm. it's like, it's kind of conflicting because, you know, yeah. again, you know, at work we have to wear like a uniform, you know, most right. of the time, you right. know, we right. have like a t-shirt or whatever right. that, but, but I've seen, I mean, I've seen pictures oh, yeah. of you where you wear hats that aren't. You, they don't oh, give yeah. you like a nice big fluffy. No. Like hat. for example, I I yeah I have a hat that you gave me right that is very warm right and it has a certain police department logo on it or lettering. Let's just say right everyone knows what it is and um, when I wear it nobody says anything to me right. because it's a really nice warm hat right. So again, it, it, it's just like there's leeways and uniforms depending on weather and obviously everything else. But right you know somebody might be triggered i actually had to one woman once ask me are you a police officer i'm like no it's just a hat a friend gave me and it's very warm yeah you know and but, you know but, but these are the things like on the surface when i said do you think that it would be a problem if you had a political opinion at work ha 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 never but well, when you <laughs> at when, work right like <laughs> well no but i but, don't but, interact but, with the public very much at work okay, and that's, that's why I, right. I was laughing about right. it <laughs> no i mean i i've heard the stories of you at work i know but like what i'm saying is like at first you know you it hits you it hits you with oh no it would never happen okay but what happens if you were flying with someone who was very right, liberal and all right. of a sudden you wore a fucking maga hat oh well you know what when well, you say it that way yeah maybe. when the public yes but maybe internally no that's that's right. what I'm getting at. And I think that's most places, though. Yeah. You know, most, so, most places, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's just these little things, man. It sounds like at first, like, no, it would never happen. Oh, shit. Maybe you're right. You know, mm. like, and it's, and that's kind of what I mean. Like, maybe internally people on her, on the film crew have, have a similar opinion to her. But now that it's out publicly, it's going to be a fucking problem. Yeah. You know, I and just, it's, and it's, I think ups- it's a shame. It's, oh, I 100% agree. It is a shame. But canceled. I don't want to get canceled at work, John. I <sighs> Don't think you will. <laughs> we don't say anything that's fucking crazy here. No, we don't. No, no, I'm not worried about my. I'm not worried about anything. You know, but it's just listen. I I talk. Maybe I'm a little fanatical about things, but I'm very passionate, and that's sometimes my downfall. I get very like invested and passionate to things, and um, you know, I just want to see people, everyone in America, have a good life, have the right to their you know right to liberty, their constitutional rights protected, mm-hmm. and for everyone to really live how they want. Yeah. If you want to live in New York City and be anti-gun, fine. But don't tell me that out in the sticks I can't <laughs> own a gun or I shouldn't own a gun, rather. Your political opinion living somewhere shouldn't dictate yeah. what my political opinion is. Yeah. And again, this bill, H.R. 127, unfortunately is the culmination of these fucking assholes trying to get these these asinine gun laws passed because they feel that now they they might have a chance. I'm not going to say they can. They might have a chance. Based on the amount of uh, gun crime in New York City, I'm going to say that New York City is extremely pro-gun. <laughs> <laughs> what do we say? They're, they're very passionate about the shooting sports. Uh, the shooting the sports. Shooting sports, yeah. Yeah. Urban urban gun club. Urban. <laughs> the urban gun club? Yeah, the urban gun club. <laughs> that would actually be a really cool club to be a part of. Yeah, uh, well, huh. you know. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Uh, this is this episode was a little long, guys. We kind of got into it a little bit, but listen, John and I are very on the same page about rights. Just maybe not so much on the same page about um, the the fervent nature of things. John may be a little more level headed than I. I get a little more passionate about things. Let's just say. I'll tell you what. In two years, when this thing passes passes as is, you could tell me I was wrong. Oh man. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then we could I'm gonna really ha- be concerned. I'm going to have to invite the secret police over. I'm going to have to let the secret police over um, and just let them know that your your um, your storage is is you know inadequate you know some bullshit yeah, i'm just talking with you i wouldn't i wouldn't call the cops on you the secret police I mean, rather I have a fucking huge ass safe not as big as yours but no. i think my shit's pretty secure yeah well listen that's another thing what what defines secure you know it's just it's just too much arbitrary bullshit there's yeah. not an exemption for things registered under the nfa they barely made an exemption for law enforcement for the large capacity mm. magazines mm-hmm. but they didn't define an exemption of firearms insurance like they're gonna want you to probably get firearms insurance yeah. and who knows maybe the department will cover it but well, no, I just think that it's it's going to be carved out where like we just don't need it ba- I don't based know. based on because if we're acting within, I mean, because there's no permitting process for us for you know, oh, well, I don't know what if you, for example, you know, your your mini fourteen, mm-hmm. that's not purview to your law enforcement career. That's a mm, privately owned true. firearm. Yeah, that's so true. you might need a license for, for a, anything that's not yeah, yeah duty weapon. Yeah, and federal law supersedes point. state law. Yeah, makes a good point. So yeah, for and sure. then you know what? If I register it as a military style rifle, oh, does that mean I get to make it into a machine gun? No. So then, what the fuck is a military style weapon? Well, hopefully it doesn't pass. I don't think it's going I to. I just hope and, the secret uh, brands, we'll follow it. I we'll hope the secret it. police don't come knocking on anyone's doors asking to inspect their antique wall. Let me see your permit for your fucking musket hanging on the wall. It, it's like and that. I hope if they do, you immediately ask for a warrant. <laughs> it's like, well, for example, if you if you're a registered gun owner, I guess they won't need a warrant because you have a license and you need this. No, I mean, they still you still need to. Oh, who the fuck knows, man? I don't know. They well, it just like honestly, this just fucking scares me. What they're capable of and what they want to they do. Just, they would need probable cause for entering. So, what's the probable cause? They can't see in your fucking house and see the gun hanging on your who wall. Who knows? Maybe you have big windows and they could see. Oh, no, he well. has a he has a trapdoor Springfield hanging on the wall. I wonder if he has a license. Do, 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 looking up in the computer. Oh, he doesn't have an antique firearms display. Play license. Let's get the fucking goon squad in yeah. here, kick in his door, and shoot his dog because he's got a fucking antique black powder rifle <laughs> hanging on the fucking wall. It's crazy. This is what I'm getting at, people. Call these assholes. Respectfully say, well, don't You're, call them assholes, but <laughs> call them and just say respectfully why you disagree with this yeah, law. Write right. them, share this message. Thanks for sticking in for an hour and a half now. I know it was a little longer, but we didn't have an episode the other day just because of work conflict and miscommunication. And, you know, John and I work opposite work schedules. Sometimes I get called in early. Um, like I said, I do work in aviation. So, you know, sometimes there's not really a schedule. It's just, oh, this happens, this happens, this happens. So, um, you know, not to get too much into that, but, you know, it's, it's, we, I'm a dad. John has a life. So it gets very involved sometimes, but, um, listen to everybody who's new. I just want to say welcome. Thank you for giving us a like. Thank you for giving us a listen. Um, it seems that every day people are checking us out on the Facebook page, and that's really the only metric we have other than the downloads for our podcast to view how many people are actually like coming and checking us out. Um, so, you know, we've had people write us, and I've had somebody posted the other day on the Facebook page, and I answered them about AR-15s and and compliant guns and non-compliant guns. And I um, saw so you were talking to our. Uh... Our UK buddy, yeah. Shout out to the UK man. What's up? Yeah, maybe Our we should have him. Maybe we phone should phone in. Yeah, That'd try and cool do like a Discord. I'm on Discord cool. now. Maybe we should try and do a Discord Lots chat or something. I've had Discord forever. Okay, well I'm just on it now. I'm a little late to the game. Well, because you're old and you don't like technology. Uh, I like technology. How old are you? Thirty. Oh, I'm only one year behind. Yeah, you. I know. Oh no. Um, I got I got uh signed up with Discord because I'm a Patreon member to Millsurp World. They're a, a YouTube channel and they sure. run a podcast. And um, they sent out an invitation for a Discord link. Yep. And since I'm a Patreon member, I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. Right. Um, you know, so 
um yeah it's just I'm, I'm on it now it's pretty cool i i, I kind of like it but it's just like yeah. a big chat dude i know but it could also do voice chat and yes. and everything yeah. so uh maybe we could try setting that up if you're listening uh maybe write to us and um let us know if we can make it happen i think that'd be pretty sweet even if we pre-record it you know and maybe have well, you answer some questions like a normal show but yeah I know time zone differences and crazy shit. Well, I mean, I was talking. <laughs> I think I was talking about. I'll have to bring like, in a Lee Enfield to no, talk about geez, one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have um, one of my Lee Enfields is a number three Mark One uh, grenade launcher. Uh, Ishapur. He's, he's he's a funny guy. He yeah. sent me some like uh, some voice messages just because he was like doing shit at home yeah. and it was just easier for him. And we had a we had a very nice conversation. And he knows. I wouldn't say he knows like. I don't think he would say he knows a crazy amount. But he is very familiar with, like, the certain types of laws yeah. and, you know, it's just in- interesting stuff. It would be interesting for us to hear you yeah. know, more about it. Yeah, definitely, man. UK, I mean, there's certain things about the UK that's very interesting. Like, for example, people don't know, I mean, I guess depending on certain parts of the UK, but they don't restrict magazines. Magazines to yeah. them is like a non-fucking thing. So you right. could have... 100 round drum you but know they restrict ammunition they restrict the ammunition yeah. they restrict the semi-auto capacity right. of a right. firearm right so you can have a pump action ar with a 30 round mag yeah and it's fine right you know you it, it's very interesting because also different than here, very i was different. mentioning to him i really like their method of deactivation deactivation of firearms they can get deactivated guns there and the standards have changed but it used to be they would deactivate a gun by cutting the bolt and basically plugging up the barrel the pressure bearing surfaces but you could still rack the action you don't have to destroy the gun you could still preserve a gun in its original historic context, but, you know, it's just non-operational. In the U.S., you have to fucking torch a gun in th- multiple pieces in order mm. for it to be deactivated. Yeah. So over there, you could have a collection of deactivated guns. This is a World War II MP40. I can't shoot it, but here it is. I mean, mm. that sucks, but over here, you have to cut it into pieces, and then it just destroy ruins. it, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, certain things like that, I was mentioning him, like, it, it just seems like, oh, that's pretty cool, you know? Yeah, right. um, yeah so anyway... <laughs> I think we should wrap this up. We did a little longer episode today because, like I said, we missed an episode the what other day. Like, like an hour and 40 yeah, minutes. Yeah, hour and 40 minutes. All right, Giving guys. you a double dose. <clears throat> yeah. So um, that's it for today. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, NY Gun Guys, all one word. Check us out on um, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Podbean if you are boycotting any of those uh, yeah, yeah. companies. Uh, that's it for today. We thank everyone for tuning in. For like, sure. subscribe, all that good stuff. Reach out if you have questions. Of course. Definitely please do that. And we love hearing from you guys. And uh, that's it for today. And as always, be safe.